I'm Hannah. I'm also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. If you want to be hot at Coachella, what they really mean by that is you need to be skinny. I need other people to know about me, but not only that, I need to know about other people. If we want to get anywhere in life, we have to be perceived by as many people as possible. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> no, like literally nobody would know. Our little stupid, stupid influencing moment. I'm obsessed with culture. <laughs> obsessed. I thought that I could be a little TikTok girl, but it's not me. Hey guys, it's about 3 p.m. on a Wednesday <laughs> and Hannah's on her second mimosa. <laughs> I am drinking a mimosa today. I had the day off work and I my personality is at an all-time lull. Do you ever feel that? Do you ever experience <laughs> that? You're like, holy the shit, there's, there's the no substance to my character whatsoever. Yep. Like, I need an addition to that. And sometimes it's okay to have unhealthy habits. <laughs> sometimes it's okay to day drink by yourself in your I'm closet. Like, preaching sobriety. And then I'm like, you know what? Actually, actually, I might just go the other direction. That's but fully is, fine. You're, you're watching the journey live. This is growth. It's, yeah. Also, I, I would just like to note that the mimosa isn't in those little sh like flutes. It's it's in a, a like a massive bowl. I would say it's huge, a humongous, it's huge. And I'm just raw dogging this episode completely sober. Unfortunately, well, you are drinking something. I am. I'm drinking. And and here's a little shout out to my favorite drink at the moment. This is a um sparkling water with caffeine. You can get it from H-E-B, and it's the ginger lime. It's quite literally the best sparkling water I've ever had, and I don't say that lightly, so. I love that. Ginger and lime flavors are so superior, in my opinion. I agree. So superior. Fully agree, yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. It just has caffeine in it and not very much, so I'm definitely not on your level right now, unfortunately, but. Well, at least you have a personality to show for yourself. Not You're really. Like... <laughs> But thank you. Oh, my God. You're actually, every time I edit the episodes, I'm like, holy shit. You're so funny. Today really? I was laughing think so that? hard. I think that about you. Really? Yeah. I, there was this one thing that you said in the episode. I wish I could think of it now, but I was laughing so hard. Episode? The last Colton one? Colton, like, came, yeah, the one I was just editing, and Colton came out of the room, and he was like, why are you laughing <laughs> so hard? I was like, it's the podcast. <laughs> I forget what it was that you said. I love so that, though, because this podcast, it does make me laugh, and I know that's conceited, uh. but... Whenever you know what made me laugh so hard, whenever yeah. you said the, doesn't that make you want to have a kid? Get the girl, get the horse. <laughs> Do you not remember that? that? It was like our first shoot the shit, and you were like, doesn't that make you want to have the kid? Exploit the shit out of him, get the girl, <laughs> eat the horse. That's like, funny. <laughs> oh, about the mutton busting. Oh, That's it was funny. so funny. You'll if you don't know what we're talking about, then you guys aren't real. Yeah, so. we need to, we need just like fans to do a fan edit and do the funniest handing or yelling <laughs> compilation. <laughs> well, we're not there yet, you guys, and that's what we're we're talking about that today. Yeah. Wait, we can we actually be... talk about what happened this weekend, really quick? With the what happened this weekend? with the TikToker? What getting interviewed? Oh yeah! Oh my god! I I just completely blank. It's yeah. okay. I just wanted to. I just want to get ahead of this in case. No, it, I in think, case it I think eats us alive on the internet. Framing for the episode. One hundred. Oh, this is yeah. yes. Okay, so um, this weekend we did a little bit of our, our influencer moment. Um, hated every second of it, but we basically were trying to promote the podcast. And at one point, a guy came up to us and was like, "Hey, I have a YouTube channel. Like, can I?" 
videotape you guys, like, do an interview. And we were like, oh, hell yes. Like, any publicity right. is good publicity, right? I was like, God sent this man Yeah, we were like, fuck yes. So he comes yeah. over here, and he asks us some hard-hitting questions, basically, about do men cheat more than women. And I come in, I'd say guns a-blazing. I said, absolutely, oh, they absolutely, do. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And... It ended on just, I feel like not a great note. I feel like I really hated on men. And I was stuttering. I, well, I'm just so you glad were that at least being you respectful. had like catchy answers. Mm. I was just like, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen the stats. Like, oh my God, I was being <laughs> such a little bit. No, it's totally fine. I did want you to back me up a little bit, but to be fair, yeah. I was coming in incredibly hot and so anyways he just asked us some questions and I don't know if he's gonna post it but it turns out he has like 900,000 subscribers and we had no idea and I'm so scared that he's gonna post it and it's gonna be me just shitting on men and then we're gonna lose our entire platform. That was his whole goal was to paint people in a bad light and make it look a certain way like genuinely i think that's what he was trying to do and we took the bait a little bit and i'm i'm very afraid that we'll be painted the wrong way but also mm-hmm. he did let us shout out the pod so he did and hopefully it, i don't know it, it, maybe it'll get us followers i don't know maybe he'll never post it we don't know but i'm just really what scared else did he asked us he was like what's the what's the most savage thing you've ever done to a man yeah and i said like, it what? and i don't know why i said it like ah. That, this is on me. Yeah, Hannah said Hannah said that she told her boyfriend, Nathan, that she didn't like how he looked in a pair of pants. I did say that, and it was one of the worst things I have ever done, and I still think about it. But he took right. it as me body shaming my boyfriend, right. which is not he at was like, all what it is. Damn, you called your boyfriend fat. He must have had serious body dysmorphia after that. Like, you fucking bitch, basically. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Anyways, I feel like he had to be there, but um, if that goes out, can you just stick with us and know us? True to our hearts, we're not bad people, but he maybe made us look that way. Right. Cancel culture is alive and well, and I'm... I'm scared. I'm so scared. So anyways, that is a good segue. That's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about influencers. I feel like it is so on brand for what's going on. We are four episodes ahead of the one that just went out, so this is going to be a little Mm -hmm. bit behind, but we want to talk about like Coachella and like Revolve Fest and just like, I just feel like I am seeing some crazy shit right now and I thought that I knew what an influencer was, but after like these few weekends, I've kind of been, I kind of been rethinking some things. So maybe explain your understanding of Revolve Fest and like what is going on there because I've heard some things, but like I know there was some issue with like the transportation and just like the brand. I don't know. Okay, basically what I've been seeing on TikTok and obviously your For You page just like goes to what you have been like liking or looking at. And I haven't really been liking these posts, but I've definitely been looking into them because I'm like, what are they talking about? Basically, there was this thing called the Revolve Fest, which is happening during Coachella, I guess. And a ton of influencers got invited. But there wasn't enough like transportation and there wasn't enough resources to get them actually out to the Revolve Fest. And so I just saw a bunch of videos of like influencers basically fighting for their seat on these buses to get to the Revolve Fest. And everyone's like fighting, saying that they're more influential than other people and they're more right, important. They're more important. They deserve it, to be there more. Yeah. And it's like turning into this like incredibly toxic, disgusting environment. And then like at Revolve Fest, there's like it's like a popularity contest and you have like media and like 
they only follow certain people and like you have to be super skinny and perfect which is like it's just like this crazy fest that's like I think what's everything wrong with influencing and it's just like being super heightened the craziest thing to me about Coachella is that it's become this festival that's literally so everyone can look the same and post the same pictures on Instagram like it's not a festival at all to go and have fun and listen to music and dance your ass off it's for to go take pictures yes. you know but in the same way of like where you have to be perfect and the exact same as everybody else you also have to be so different in your fashion choice but you can't be right. too different because then you're uh-huh. gonna get eaten alive on social media like the the videos I've been seeing of just hating on people for their fashion choices and yeah. I knowing hating. nothing about fashion and watching this like what the fuck how am I supposed to know what to wear I told Nathan I would never in a million years want to go to Coachella because and obviously no one's going to be rating my outfit like I'm not influential in that way but just that everybody else is writing each other's outfits and that yeah that's the whole point and just it's I, so judgmental like it's literally just people walking around judging others people's style and their outfits and no one's there to like listen to music and have a good time they're there to take an instagram pictures and so many girls have these huge heels on or literally whatever, and they're the like comfort. oh it's just for the picture and then i'll change out of them and change into sneakers like i just yeah. have to get this is the fit that i paid for a celebrity stylist for Literally. and then I'm going to change out of it so that I can be more comfortable you know and like it's not just so outlandish the, like the only way that you can wear some of those fits and like look beautiful is if you're so fucking skinny so every skinny, single yeah. girl is just like if you want to be hot at Coachella what they really mean by that is you need to be skinny and like yeah. I have just seen that so like it's just so prominent on my TikTok and yeah and then on top of that everyone's miserable like, yeah. have you seen everyone just, like, literally so hungover, so dead, right. not wanting to go, but being like, I have to wear my cute outfit, I have to go. It's, like, the craziest thing to me, because it is, it's just, like, some of these people, it's, like, their job. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they have to be they there for their sponsorships, sponsorships or paid, and whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like, it just blew my mind, and I feel like it made me really think about influencing and like especially after this weekend having our little stupid stupid influencing moment and realizing I could never I could never never those girls those poor poor girls like yeah oh my god also I watched someone's vlog of her she's in like a kind of a TikTok hype house situation but at Coachella like they all I don't know if it was gifted or I think it was actually like the white fox boutique or whatever that company is Mm -hmm. it was the house that took all of these influencers to Coachella and she was just vlogging about how there was so much drama in the house and like this and that that is actually my personal worst nightmare yeah would to be in like an influencer hype house like absolutely not yeah absolutely not yeah no and and it's also it's not that I'm like necessarily hating on influencers I I think that it obviously works like the amount of times that I've been influenced by an influencer also the fact that like what we're doing kind of relies on people to like us and to be influenced by us like it's not that I'm hating on influencers it's that I think as a system influencing is literally so toxic because you have to be the most influential and you have right. to swear that you are and you have to fight against other people to be influential. Like, yeah, how do you make fight against how do each you, other? Like, it's yeah. so toxic because you're sitting there having to be like the most influential person. It's messed up. I don't know. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Yeah. It's actually so fucked up. I don't know. Like the consumerism and just watching it all unfold. Like, yeah, that's the other thing is that 
thinking about how there's been so much pressure on like the individual, just a normal person to like cut back on their plastic waste and to be this less, what's it called? Just like sustainable, like more sustainable. And then you watch these like people in these houses or the Revolve Fest and you just see the excess like insane like use of just all this shit that nobody's using it's just for a picture and like not to be like this super sustainable like i am definitely trying to be but i'm not like this insanely sustainable person but we are not the issue our little lives living life are not the issue it's these crazy things like this i don't know i feel like i'm like sounding so stupid but no 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 i i totally get you because it's like mass consumerism and whenever you watch it on that scale you're like holy shit why am i even trying to be sustainable or whatever whenever stuff like this happens every day you know yeah there's also this like aspect of shame of like oh my god you as a consumer are gonna drink out of a plastic bottle while these big companies or like revolve or whatever can just get away with whatever the fuck they want to do and it's so cute and artsy and whatever like I don't know yeah. it's just wild to me seeing all of that this weekend right because there's a flip side of that too where like influencers get totally torn apart right drinking out of a plastic bottle or like using a plastic grocery bag like they will be canceled Literally. for that type of shit because Literally. they're like you're a role model for the community you should be doing better you should be yeah and it's like should they like are they a normal person or Like, where's the line there? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I know. It's just so weird. I was just thinking about Indie Blues, and I've thought about this before, but obviously Indie Blue has the company Lonely Ghost. Mm -hmm. It's the I Love You Say It Back on all of these hoodies, sweatshirts, Mm -hmm. all of this merch, and that's her whole brand and her whole company. And it's this really, really, really cool thing. She's like a kind of like a sustainable person, but is that, that's like super duper consumerism also. True. Is it not? True, it like, is, because you're creating merch and, like... it And, like, merch itself is, like, super-duper not sustainable at all. Yeah. And and she had this whole line of, like, it's cool to care and it, it had the earth on it and stuff. And maybe a, a portion of, though, that whatever went to Rainforest or I don't fucking know. Like, I'm, I'm really genuinely not hating on her, but... It is just kind of a contradiction that we're, like, promoting sustainability and canceling influencers for not being sustainable. And then all influencers have these gigantic merch companies that produce thousands and thousands and thousands of sweatshirts and sweatshirts that Or they do unboxings for other companies. Right, right. Yeah. The PR and all the excess packaging. And it's just so, so, so excess. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. But also, like, I want to even call ourselves out because it's like, think about, like, I've just been thinking about this last weekend when we were doing our little, little thing. And when you're like, what we did was we gave away popsicles in a park for, and just like promoted the podcast. So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything big. It wasn't a little by any means. You could say. Yeah. A little pop up. But when you think about that, like you could call us a small business if you, if you will, like not really, but if you will. And For us to, like, buy sustainable popsicles, like, would be, I mean, quite literally, like, we are scraping by doing this stuff on the side. And, like, you know, you you can't have that expectation of small businesses, but then it's, like, maybe we just shouldn't have done it. Also, to start a podcast, like, we literally hate social media. Do we not? Like, I hate it. hate it. I hate it. I'm such an unhappy person when I scroll through TikTok. And I, of course, I can't stop. Of course, I can't. Right. But... We started a literal podcast, which relies so heavily on social media. 
And it's just insane. Like we tried to like do TikToks. We tra- we've been trying to be on the trends. It's hell on earth for us. Like we literally hate it. And I just have so much like my heart goes out to actual influencers who do that. And then they have a bunch of followers. Like we freak out when we post something and we're like, shit, we need to take that down. Like that doesn't work or whatever. We have maybe right. what? 45 likes? Right. Like, maybe. Maybe. And we're like, fuck. Imagine being an influencer and you get hated on or fucking obliterated for posting one thing. It's just wild. I don't know. Yeah. It's just so much harder than we thought that it would be. And maybe it's because there's two of us. Yeah. And And we live in different different cities and it's that type of deal. But even thinking about doing a TikTok or something myself, I was even looking back through our – all of the goals that we had for social media whenever we started the podcast and we were like oh let's do like instagram lives and let's do this and this on tiktok and like cringe like can we all just talk about how cringe it is well that's the thing is i thought that i could be a little tiktok girl but it's not me and that's what i'm realizing is that everybody on tiktok they're not being their genuine self like maybe unless they're like funny maybe but like right people who are posting dances or they have to be changing themselves in some capacity because that's what tiktok is is like you're you're putting on a show yeah and like so is I guess podcasting like we're kind of putting on a bit most of the time but we're behind a screen like we don't have to yeah make these stupid faces on TikTok and I never thought about it when I'm scrolling I'm never like wait they're being so weird until you try to make your own TikTok and then you're like I have to be weird for this to work totally and I can't I'm so embarrassed of my own self like I cannot do a TikTok same I won't same and it's also like the content that we want to create now like we have all these awesome TikTok towns saved and like super funny shit that we wanted to do Mm -hmm. and now it's like so last year because the trends are cycling so fucking fast yeah and the thing is you you actually just legitimately cannot be successful unless you were on trend all the time yeah and being consistent it's actually would be like a full-time job which i get why influencers like quit their job to be an influencer because they're you always can't like really it's do a full-time things. job and i'm always like shut up shut and up. now i'm like oh my god yeah it is like, it is. It actually super is. The other thing that influencers say all the time is like, oh, I never knew that I was going to get famous. Like, this totally happened on accident. Right. I'm like, that's another thing where I'm like, oh, shut up. Like, whatever. But all of those people that said that that had happened on accident, I've noticed the trend that they're the kind of people that recorded, like, everything in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, totally exploited everything about their personal lives and then got famous you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because that's the content that people really want and unless you're willing to like show every moment of every single day and leave it on the internet open to scrutiny you're not going to be an influencer Mm -hmm. like you're not the other thing with that is whenever we try to do like tiktoks or pictures or whatever I find it so disrespectful we'll be in a restaurant and we're like wait this could be such a cute picture and then we're sitting here trying to think about how we're going to use the flash in a fancy restaurant and then I'm like right wait we can't do that and that's why we don't have the content is because we're not willing to take the flash photo in the nice restaurant or we're not willing to like walk down the street in front of a bunch of people with our dogs does that make sense like we're not we're not gonna 
make fools of ourselves in public for the content and maybe that's us like we shouldn't care what other people think but at the same time I think there's definitely times when influencers like the whole influencers in the wild when they're like literally taking like bikini photos in I don't know a family park or whatever even being a waitress I see it all the time girls will sit there and have their boyfriends take photos of them for like 20 Mm -hmm. minutes Mm -hmm. like they won't they won't even touch their espresso martini they will wait until they have every single picture and they've scrutinized all of them and filtered all of them and then they'll like keep taking more and at that point it's like kind of the thing of like are you living for the picture are you living to spend time with other Mm -hmm. people like I don't know and then and then like on the outside when you see someone post a cute picture with their espresso martini you're like oh my god that's such an easy picture I totally want to get that the next time I go out right that's so cute it's not easy like it takes forever but it's like I also don't want to come off as like I'm hating on these people for like wanting a cute photo of themselves like go right. and do it because we all the time we're like damn we really don't have one fucking cute we photo literally have no pictures together yeah it's because we don't take them and you it actually takes time to take pictures which sucks but maybe also sometimes it's super worth it because then you have amazing pictures of yourself or of you with your best friend or yeah whatever yeah. i think it just comes down to the whole thing of like influencing is not this like cutesy little easy thing like you literally have to like put your entire self out there get absolutely shit on by people and still show up and do it every single day and like I do not want to do that like that I do not ever want to be an influencer that would be so terribly difficult and it's like you have to be exactly the same as everyone else but different in like one way so that you're super niche but Mm -hmm. you're also like totally on trend Mm -hmm. you know yeah. That's and I, impossible. That's so impossible. I feel so bad for these people who just, like, have to, like, pretend like it doesn't bother them or whatever. And I'm sure it does. Like, because do you yeah. see, like, the hate? I think about, you know, Maya. I, I can't remember her last name. Maya Knight, maybe? She has the two twin Oh, yeah, yeah, daughters. yeah. The twins on TikTok. I love watching her and she yeah. is she's just seems like this normal person who just had something crazy happen to her like have two children literally she like always says how like social media gives her so much anxiety and it's not forever for her because it just causes her so much like hate and I never see hate in her comments and I could never imagine hating on this woman because she just seems right. like the sweetest person and then she like posted on her Instagram the other day like all of her hate comments from just like this one post within a few seconds of each other holy shit they were so mean like hating saying she's a terrible mother like so many things that just they don't even know that it doesn't even scratch the surface on what they know right about her or about her children and it's so sad because it's like she's getting 1.1 million views or likes on everything she's making bank off of these videos as she should but she's also having to deal with such extreme levels of hatred because you can hide behind a fucking screen it's just insane to me and like that's what's so scary about that guy posting a video of us is like we put ourselves out there we like said things with our full chest like not necessarily anything that I would take back but like we said some things and he could totally take advantage of us and then online people could totally take advantage of like what we said and and how we said it the photo in whatever way or Mm -hmm. the video in whatever way he sees fit yeah and the crazy stuff is what gets the likes so yeah it's just crazy there's like a sweet spot for influencers Mm -hmm. where once you have a certain amount of followers you're finally able to like make money or off of being an influencer or whatever mm-hmm. and but you don't want too many because then you have actual trolls and like nothing but hatred mm-hmm. everyone likes you so much and you're trending up trending up and then you do one thing or or it just comes naturally like you couldn't do nothing wrong 
And yeah. you're still going to get an, a huge amount of hate once you get to a certain amount of following because then people are like, oh, she's never going to read this. Or they just they – Or they're just jealous. Like you said, or, they're just hide behind the screen yeah. or – I don't know what it is, but once people get to a certain amount of following, then it's like, oh, I don't want this anymore. Literally. But it's like you can't stop it at yeah. that point. Like you're already an influencer. I could not handle hate. Like I'm no. not – I could not handle someone coming for my looks, coming for my character. I think that would hurt the most is like that people just do not know me. And like to come for your literal character is so crazy. And it's crazy that there's a difference between an influencer and a celebrity. Like think about, I guess, models like they're kind of doing the same thing. They're influencing. They're wearing a brand. They're influencing. But, like, they don't have to deal with... I feel like they don't have to deal with the same amount of stuff. Because they don't show their personal lives. And that's what people come for, is, like... In influencing. They think that they have a right to know everything about your life. Or, like, to to judge it because you showed it. So that's... I I can have my opinion if you showed me about your life. Which I I honestly don't know where I stand on that. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people just... As a human race, we are not kind people. Like... Yeah, there's not very much kindness. Have you ever like written a hate comment or like anything that was even remotely never or like wanted to? Honestly, never. I really catch myself. Like there's been times when I've been like, oh my god, this person pisses me off, and then I always, I literally have to catch myself on this. Of am I hating them because I'm jealous? Am I hating? Like I come at women a lot harder than I do come at men about this. Same. And it's bad. I'll think about a woman and I'll be like, oh my god, she's so annoying. She's like such a like. I'll think terrible thoughts. Like she's me being too. so provocative. In my mind, I I am hateful. And I it's think. such that internalized misogyny and fuck I'm mean and then I'm like oh my god why am I mad why am I mad right because she's hot because she's successful because she likes to have sex with people just like I do like what Mm. am I mad about right now right because she's a mom like am I really gonna hate on mothers right now right I've never written something and I don't think I would ever but I definitely have like thought mean thoughts and had to catch myself on that shit yeah and I also feel like I'm a decently kind person and for me to think bad thoughts like Think about people who just, like, don't give a shit. And they're commenting such terrible things. It's scary out there. So scary. On the internet. Yeah. Going into that, I feel like cancel culture, I didn't really know what this was. Like, I knew it was obviously canceling someone, but I wanted to kind of, like, know what it was rooted in. And so I I looked it up, and it started, like, with the Me Too movement. Oh, really? Which is really important because basically they people would just come out on social media and be like, this person raped me. He's my employer. Like normally right. people who were like really famous or like could get away with so much. And like that was the cancel culture of like we need to cancel these people for sexual assault. And like I do feel like that is important in the sense that normally women aren't listened to. And if that's what it has had to take, then like that's kind of what it right. comes right. to. But now it's at the point where we just shame people out of society for doing such little, little things. And I find myself jumping on these bandwagons sometimes of like, oh, yeah, that person sucks so bad. And then I'm like, wait, why do they suck so bad? And then I have to literally look at what they did. And I'm like, wait, I don't disagree with that. Or like, yeah, it's just crazy that it's. And we're such a group thing culture, too, that I think if you're friend or someone that you know or even if you just see a shit ton of comments online that are canceling someone for something 
you're not going to have the wherewithal to think critically about like, what did they actually do? And do I agree or disagree with this? Like, you can't look at it after you've seen the comments. You can't look at that unbiased. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're already going to be leaning one way. You're already going to want to cancel them. So you're going to have to look so hard to find a, a way not to. Yeah. And it creates such a toxic environment where you can't ever make mistakes and apologies aren't acceptable anymore and people can't learn. It's so dangerous because there's really good people out there who I'm sure have been canceled for something that was taken out of context or taken from such a long time ago. And that's the other thing. Think about how fast trends are changing. Obviously, like racism and homophobia, like that stuff needs to be taken incredibly seriously. But like, have you seen like TikToks where someone will post a TikTok and then in the comments, someone will be like, I went to high school with this person and she did X, Y, Z. And then the person, the person in the TikTok will be like, I was literally homeschooled. Or they'll like say like, I didn't even go to high school with this person. That's how dangerous cancel culture could be because- you could have yeah. someone go back from your high school and just be mad. and Or they didn't even go to high school with you. And they just try to cancel you because of one thing that you did. Yeah, I think of that like Mary Skinner girl. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, because she, she has all of these rumors spreading about her. She like posted an assumptions video and then it turned into this huge rumor about her that she was a part of this mean group of girls in high school. Like... It was like, oh, I bet you were such a mean girl in high school. And then Mm -hmm. all these comments were like, yeah, she actually was. Like, she did X, Y, and Z to my friend. And she was such a fucking bully. This and that. Turns out she was literally homeschooled. Mm -hmm. Like, none of this is true. And she's actually legitimately being canceled. And people are like, oh, my God, cancel her because she was a high school bully. Like, what does that have anything to do with anything? If you think about the things that you could get called out for in high school. Like, I think of, like, when I was a super uber Christian and some things that I thought are possibly super uber Republican. Super fucking Republican. Yeah. Like, I detest that side of me. But also, I was growing up in a household That's all we knew. I didn't even know what a liberal was. I was fully conditioned to be that person and when I as soon as I got out of that household I fully changed but that was like how I was raised to be and and I super do not say like that's not an excuse for the things that I was saying necessarily but if that stuff came up not that I was saying anything like insane but you know things that could be taken the wrong way context if it was you know like us going to that Republican rally together yeah if there was a picture of me at a fucking Republican rally with a fucking gun over someone's head like right it could be taken out of context. That yeah. could so exist out there. And someone could just put that out there and be like, Hannah loves Republican rallies. Right. And I can't did, I can't say that I I didn't go to it. Like, right. right. I don't know. It's so scary. But so also scary. there needs to be accountability. I really like this video by um or not video. It's one of Brene Brown's podcasts and it's on cancel culture and it and about like free speech and stuff. And it was such a good podcast and so eye-opening for me because it also caught me on a lot of things like I think about you know with the vaccine and how I'm like we need to shut shit down about misinformation but like right we need to still have discussions about it because as soon as you start shutting people down then censorship is bad censorship is bad too like all of it's fucking bad Bad. censorship is so 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 bad and so it had had, she had a guest on about i think he was in cybersecurity, and it was just a really good episode and it made me check myself i'm definitely gonna listen to that yeah i'm super gonna listen to that yeah i make a point to follow people on instagram that are kind of on both sides of the spectrum like politically and and otherwise just to kind of see what everyone's saying and to kind of get a better idea of, of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of times people are being censored and their shit is being taken down or there's, like, a warning over their Instagram story or, like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's insane. Like, yeah. I think censorship is so fucking bad. People getting their accounts removed, people, like, not being able to post. And then all these, like, mega, mega billionaires, like, buying out fucking Twitter. It's all so bad. That's But also, just... it's dangerous because it's, like, I don't know, like, people can spread some, like, crazy shit on social media. And kids, now when you think about, like, children on social media, like, kids are on social media at fucking, like, eight years old. Yeah. And, like, they're so impressionable. And you could literally teach a child something so terrible terrible and like I don't know I don't I know I think I just think that that needs to be like dealt with on another level like that needs to be like parents yeah. teaching their kids the right right thing. that's no that's not social media's job the education system needs to teach us to all look at things very very critically no matter what we see mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be this filter of like you're not allowed to see it on Instagram if it could maybe be false or maybe not align with like mainstream medias right you know whatever like I think we need to be able to see everything but we also need to be educated enough to like have the lens to look at it critically, critically. you're right you're right that's great points yeah censorship bad bad news bad bad fucking for everyone. news so if you could do you think that you would go fully offline i think 100 million million percent but it's it's so stupid too because you're like if you could like i literally can like i mean obvi- no you couldn't no you couldn't with the podcast but well i don't know like but like think about email oh email and shit i mean um, okay like physically Physically, you can. Yeah, physically, I can. But I'm saying, like, if you would like to be a part of society, which I do right. feel that you like society in some capacity. I'm I'm obsessed with culture. <laughs> obsessed. It would be so bad to go offline. Right. It's the whole thing of, like, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, does it really happen? Mm-hmm. Like, if I get engaged or if I have a baby or if I mm-hmm. die, nobody's going to know. <laughs> no, like, literally nobody would know. Maybe my family group chat would, like, send a picture of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's it. That's You actually, know what's crazy, though? It's like. It. That used to be insanely normal. And also, some people are still content with that. And I am right. not one of those people. Yeah, like genuinely, I need I need other people to know about me. But not only that, I need to know about other people. Yeah. Like when someone when someone announces that they're pregnant, I'm going back through their photos and I'm I'm counting back nine months. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I count the because they'll be like, oh, 14 weeks pregnant. I'm like, OK, when was 14? I, I'm like looking up when they conceived their child. That's mm-hmm. kind of fucked up. Like, it I'm is obsessed. so fucked up. I'm no, obsessed. I'm the same. I want to see people I know what they're doing. I don't follow very many people outside of the people that I actually genuinely care about their stuff. I'm more on the side of I want to show my stuff, which is I feel like even more fucked up because like I said, when I said, like, if my Instagram got deleted, I would die. Like, I would genuinely yeah, die. Because right. it's, like, my little highlight reel for myself. And I love it so much because I get right. to pretend to be this person that I am absolutely not. Because I'm that's so the version far. of yourself that you like. That's the version post. of myself that yeah. I like. And and I'll, I'll find myself, like, scrolling through my old Instagram photos being like, wow, you looked so cute there. You look, like, so happy. I'm not happy. In hardly any of those pictures, I'm happy. Right. And... It's so fucked up, and I know it's fucked up, but I love it. I, I think about the picture I'm going to post next, and I don't post very often, but when I post, it is big for me. I love it. Yeah. And it's fucked up, and I, I, it has to stop. It literally has to stop. 
but right, I can't. But it's, it's so bad, but it's so it's good. It's so good. Literally, if I wasn't able to post about my engagement, like, kill it, me. It wouldn't kill have me. happened. It wouldn't have happened. Do you know what I mean? And that maybe that's a, an issue in the world that we live in. Like, maybe that's an issue with other people. I don't know. But, like, genuinely, I, yeah, it wouldn't Yeah, I think it's, like, happened. the pride thing of, like, ah. Uh, but it is. It's also that I'm really proud and I'm really happy that me and Nathan worked out. Right. And we... You want to show it off. You you want everyone to know. And that's a beautiful thing, too. Like, I'm in love. I want everyone to know. That's yeah. a very natural feeling. Yeah. But it's also, like, you know, at, at what point is it unnatural? I don't know. But what I was saying is there's this girl from high school that we both knew. Mm-hmm. She never had social media. She still doesn't. We were both very close with her in high school. Mm-hmm. Have not seen her since. She doesn't exist. Haven't even. I mean, I was just now thinking of her because I was like, do I know anyone that doesn't have social media? And I, I know I knew her. But, like, she literally doesn't exist. Is she married? I don't know. Have already had two kids by now? Did she graduate? Did she – where yeah. does she live? What does she do? Mm-hmm. No idea. Not the Fainest idea. Yeah. And I find myself being really good in social settings because I remember Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. And I always make people feel like they are just the most special person in the world because I'll be like, you moved in with your boyfriend. How is that going? I have the receipts. Tell me. Like, I remember. And and I think then I use it and that there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But like, I don't actually know these people. I'm just giving them an ability to like talk about their shit with me. Yeah. And it helps me a lot in social situations. Imagine if I had to like ask how they were. Imagine if I had to like genuinely ask how they are doing. That'd be so awkward. But also don't you feel like it would be going in with such a clean slate if you met up with say that girl from high school, if we met up with her now, because we have no biases of her online persona. Do you know what I mean? Like, she hasn't seen our online person. Like, it would be, like, meeting so fresh and, like, for the first time almost. And not at all, like, meeting your other friends who you know what they've been doing. You know what they've been posting. You know what they're going through. You know every detail about their personal life. And it's like you're kind of just talking about things to talk about things, but you already know, like, what's up with them. You know what I mean? Maybe. But also I feel like I'd be... I'd be more overwhelmed because I'd be like, I genuinely have no idea where you've been for the last six years. Tell me everything. Like, I don't. That's hard. Like, right. And it's also like we probably feel so distant from her now because we haven't seen her post at all. Whereas people also that we haven't seen from high school since high school we could probably meet up with now and be like, have a great time because we know what's been going on in each other's lives yeah. ever since. Yeah. And it wouldn't feel like such a stretch to meet up with them and have dinner and like chat, you know? Literally. I don't know. I saw this TikTok though that was about, I wish I, or just making an Instagram and taking pictures and posting on it just for yourself and not following anyone and not having anyone follow you. And I was like, oh, the thought of that, of like still, like, why is that? attractive at all and why is that any different from your camera roll i don't know like the thought of being totally anonymous now you're not though because like instagram will recommend you to people Mm, and true like i thought about that with like the fucking podcast like as soon as the podcast went out our our thing was like recommending people that we know or we were being recommended other people and like i want to be on the other side of instagram like i don't want to be perceived but I want to be able to post my shit. I want to be able to post whatever I want, but I can't. It's the being perceived thing because I feel like it's the same thing with whenever I go to work. It's like basically when, or when you go out, maybe that's a better, a better analogy, but Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes you do want to be perceived a lot Mm -hmm. because you're feeling good about yourself and you want 
this to be part of your highlight reel and you're looking good and you want people to take pictures of you or whatever and you want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. But like the majority of the time, I wish that I did not exist to other people. Yes. I do not want to be perceived yes. at all. Literally. And you don't get to choose. Like you don't get to have an on and off day whenever you post your whole life on social media. Oh, it's it's daunting. It I feel really like is. I've I've cut back a lot on a lot of things. Like, well, I had Twitter, but I deleted it really quickly after I got it in high school. So I feel like I never have dealt with that. But I know Nathan's obsessed with Twitter. Like, if Twitter goes down, he's going down with it. Me too. You too. I have this old Twitter account, and Colton found out about it. It was so embarrassing. But do you remember the the Apple game called Crossy Road? It wasn't no. an Apple. It was an app. No. It was like, it was just a popular app whenever we were in high school. It was some stupid iPhone game. Okay. And I played it all the time. And I made a Twitter that was called Crossy Road Rage because the game was called Crossy Road. And I would tweet <sighs> about things that would happen in the game. That's so <laughs> weird. Very so weird. Did you like have a following? I had, a, I did have quite a few followers. Oh my. I would say probably like 40, 40. 45? Oh, I was thinking f- like 40,000. No, no, no. That actually sucks. Comes that's so but but saying- like that's such an example of like something that you did just in high school is like a funny little thing and it could co- totally come back and bite you in the ass. Right. Not and be really. so cringe as an adult. But imagine if it was something else. Imagine well, that's what, if that's it what was I was going like- to say is this podcast. Like I am so scared. That someone is going to take something that I've said out of context or, God forbid, I'm behind on a trend or a situation. And then it's, like, used and it's sent to my employer and then, boom, I'm done. That's so scary. And I think that's why people like things like this podcast that are so vulnerable because they – no one's vulnerable because they know it could be used against them. I know. Even I was going to say what was in the steak salad at my restaurant. And Colton was like, you shouldn't say that on the podcast. And I was like, I'm not saying where I'm going to work. Like, yeah, should I right? not say what's in the steak salad? And then he's like, well, maybe they'd fire you if they found out. And I'm like, well, fuck. And then it's like you overthink everything you're saying and feeling. And it's like scary. But it yeah. is. It's like I'm just being myself. And I am fully open to changing and learning and open to some feedback yeah. here. But if you come for my head, I don't think I could take it emotionally. That's fair. We're being perceived, and that's the hard part. And what's even worse is that we need to be perceived if we want this to to take off. To be successful. If we want to get anywhere in life, we have to be perceived by as many people as possible. Exactly. And it's like, is that actually the definition of success, too? And, like, when have you reached success? Because even influencers who have hundreds of thousands of followers don't still want more. They still have to get up every day and influence more. They still more. have to get to a million, and then they have to get to two. Like, it, it never ends. So I'm like, why are we working so fucking hard to, like, promote the shit out of this podcast? Like, what's the goal there? Is it to be perceived by more people? Is it to be yeah. famous? I think we just have to keep remembering that we literally did this for ourselves. You're right. Like, we did it for fun, but then it's like society's pressure is so heavy. Right. And it's like, well, it has to be. It has to be perceived by ex- even that TikToker that fucking interviewed us at the park. He immediately came up to us and we we're like, oh, no way. You're, you're doing your TikTok, your YouTube channel. We're promoting our podcast out here. That's so cool. Like, absolutely. You can interview us. And he was like, oh, really? Your podcast? How many? How big is it? How many followers do you have? And it's like, and we fully oh. lied and we said a lot. We right. A lot but it's followers. also like, oh, is it 
Like you're immediately, you're not asking what it's about. You're not asking who we are, how we are. You're asking our numbers to make yeah. sure that it's valid. What to are you. your stats? What bitch? are the stats to make sure that that you're valid in my eyes? You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Super feel that. Yeah. Wait, what were you saying about Twitter and Nathan? Oh, just like how he loves Twitter. I feel like I'm not on Twitter. So I don't, I was never concerned with it. And it's the same thing. Like if I never joined TikTok, I would have never be like crippling addiction to it, you know? Right. And, and it's like, also like you delete anything and after a few days you forget about it. Literally, Instagram, I deleted like two years ago for Lent. Yeah, I was on that Lent game. A I deleted Lent it game. for 40 whatever days and I didn't want to go back. And it honestly, when I went back to it, it kind of like I hated it, but it did yeah. change me a little bit. Like I unfollowed a shit ton of people because I was like, I actually genuinely don't care about these people. It yeah. made me stop like posting as much. And like it honestly was a good cleanse. But now I'm I'm back on my fucking bullshit. And I know that if I deleted it, I would be fine and the world would keep spinning and everything would be well. But I would also lose gossip content. And why does that hold such a grip on me? Right? Why do I need, like, the need for me to know what is going on in people's lives? Yep. I will look people up. Like, I'm so obsessed. Mm -hmm. I will literally go out of my way to look people up that I don't even follow out of Mm. principle. To, like, Mm -hmm. make sure I know what the fuck is up. Yeah. That shit is fucked up. We haven't talked about any of our favorite influencers. I feel so backhanded. We just like shit on influence. We're like, so anyways, what's your content creator? No, we should say. All right. We know that we've been absolutely shitting on influencers and influencing, but I do actually have influencers that I like and I do keep up with them and I do want to know who yours are. Right. I am obsessed with them. You go first. Um. My current obsession, honestly, is probably Amber Fillerup. She's mm-hmm. a mommy YouTube vlogger, Mormon, but tastefully, which is <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> kind of that shocking. That can't be. And that's what I mean about Amber Fillerup. Like, she treads all the lines. Like, she created this amazing hair care. She is a businesswoman. She's a mom. She makes these amazing after-school snacks for her kids every day. <laughs> Post them. Post all about... I don't know, like, like her house, her life. She's, like, one of those people that would post her bathroom drawer, and I'm really interested to see what's in people's bathroom drawers, yeah. so I kind of follow her for that. Um, you've, been, you've been following her for, like, literally, I remember in high school, you were... Yeah, I've been obsessed with her for a long time. She just has a good aura that I can feel through the screen. Like, I know mm-hmm. that she's genuinely such a good person and such a good mother, and... I don't know. I just really like her in a very wholesome way. Other influencers that I'm obsessed with in a not-so-wholesome way would obviously be people like Trisha Paytas. And that's an ongoing, never-ending. I will always watch Trisha Paytas. I don't care how many times she gets canceled. I'm going to be on that train till the day that I die. I've watched yep. every single video, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. Okay? Yep. yep. How yeah. about you? Um, The one that I brought up earlier was Maya Knight. Oh, yeah. With the two kids. I normally do not watch, like, mommy influencers at all because that just does not appeal to my soft side. But she, the way she just tosses her kids around, like, she is so crazy cool to me. And she also is so vulnerable. I feel like she's, like, how you would be as a mother. That means so much. I really hope. I really hope so. But she's just, she, like, went through hell and back giving birth to these kids. And Uh she talks so much about how she just didn't 
feel connected to them at all. She didn't want them. And then she had them and she like finally felt like connected to her kids. And I don't know. I just feel like she's so vulnerable and those kids are so fucking cute. Like no kid makes me have baby fever like these children do. Yeah. And I just love her so much. And I, I feel for her so much, even though she is making so much money in this huge influencer like i feel for her so much when she gets shit on by other people yeah. who just do not you're know like her. i'm taking that personally i do i just it's so protect maya so mean and terrible actually that leads me into how do you feel about the like mommy vlogging and totally exploiting well dude i have a lot to say about this actually like the family channels how yeah. are you fe- like Mm. So I've been seeing like recently some stuff about mommy blogging and how like one, it's like obviously you should be able to post your kid on social media because you love your child and you find them so cute. But like there are people that take it to a level that is like borderline incredibly inappropriate. And I also think about like people who are super famous. And if you're posting your children like out and about how like people could totally take advantage of that in like a pedophilic way. And I... Not to take it there, not to, like, be... But that, that's what the internet is. Like It's dangerous, and it's, it's fucking scary. It's a dangerous scary. place. It's a really dangerous place. And I saw this one woman, and this is obviously not very many mommy bloggers do this, but this one woman was selling photos of her two daughters. She had, like, a millions of followers. And she, I don't remember her name, and I should really find it. But she was selling pictures of her daughters in swimsuits, and they're literally like 8 and 11 years old. Like, they Stop. were so young. And she knows exactly what she's doing. Does she Stop. not? Like, oh, who yeah. the fuck is buying pictures of your right. baby? Like, so inappropriate. And, it like, people could totally do that with their kids. Like, it's disgusting. And, like, and then you can make justify so much it by, money. Like, oh, they're, it's, I'm giving all the money to the kids. Like, it's going into their college fund. Like, mm, right. is it, though? Yeah. Is it? Did they and, But then there's, this? like, people, like, you know, like, Lena, the girl who's, like, so fucking oh, yeah. cute. She's, like, take a picture of me with my muffin. And then she smiles. Oh, I was thinking of Lena the plug, the porn star that just had a baby. Not on that side of TikTok. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who Lena is. You don't know who Lena is. She's such a cute little baby girl, and she she goes, "Mom, take a picture of me with my muffin." Oh yeah, I do. She has the two little teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one. I know yeah. the one. Literally so funny. Yes, like, and Abby, the the kid Abby, and yes, she always Abby, said the, the most such profound, a smart things. kid. Yeah, God bless right. her. Yeah, like I love to watch that content, but also right. I'm not a pedophile. Right, and like exactly. the internet is full of those motherfuckers. So do you think pedophilia is the only issue here, though? No, sorry, I, I get on. I kind of got on that. Um, I also think that it is kind of fucked up to like exploit your children and be yeah. like, "Hey, do this video for me, do this video for me," which is exactly right. what I did to my little brother on Snapchat for about the first three years of his life, and yeah. it did. It made me. Famous. Oh my god, I, we used to exploit the shit out we of. We exploited your little brother. the shit out of my youngest <laughs> brother, like quite literally. We make so him do terrible. funny shit for us all the time. Post it on our story all the time, so and he funny. was hilarious. And I, I mean, I think he kind of liked it, but also yeah. sometimes he probably didn't, and that's it's not fair. It's just such a weird line with kids because they can't consent to it but it's also like you're their parent and you're proud of or I don't know like like at what point is it like weird you know yeah because I don't think it's wrong to want to share your child on the internet for other people to see how cute they are like I don't think that that's wrong I think that when it gets to a level of 
dangerous or where your child is genuinely asking you not to, then that's where it's not okay anymore. But also what about like when those kids go to school and everyone's already seen their face? They're like a child celebrity. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God, I didn't even consider and that. And at some point, like as they get older, think about whenever they're in like fourth or fifth grade, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm famous on the internet. I made my mom $50,000 with this brand deal that I helped her with. You or know the I mean? opposite where the kids are like, hating on you for being popular already and it's not even your fucking Instagram it's not even your TikTok or whatever and you're getting bullied because right and you don't want the attention maybe you're a really super shy kid yeah and you didn't consent to this but your mom or you know what's also crazy is like if you see like the people on Instagram that like have their family is their lifestyle and like that's why they're followed and then like they have another kid and it's like you ever just wonder like are you having kid for the content? Yeah. Like, are you on your fourth kid because, like, yeah. you get paid for this shit? How much money you're about shit? to make on, off of this kid? Yeah. I mean, we kind of said it ourselves. Like, the influencers that we're obsessed with are the mommy bloggers, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, that kind of content, like, pregnancy and, like, raising a young child. Like, it's all so fascinating and interesting and, like, oh, my God, what the woman's body can do. And, and it's very exploitative, of course. But it's- if I get pregnant, I'm there's no way in hell I could look at mommy bloggers because I would be yeah. up in arms about my own self. So at what point do you think we're – do you think we're going to have Instagram forever? Like, do you think we're going to have Instagram until we're 92? I fucking hope not. I don't know. I feel like I thought that Instagram was going to die and it didn't. And I thought that TikTok was going to die and it didn't. Right. And I thought that Vine was going to live forever and it didn't. <laughs> and I I just, I can't read the future. I yeah. hope to God it doesn't. I guess I just mean like social media in general. Like, am I always going to feel the need to like validate what's going on in my life by other people liking it and seeing it? I think we have to try to fix it, but I think that. I think that world is still going to exist. I think it's whether or not we can grip ourselves from it. If we can just yeah, tear ourselves rip from it. ourselves away from it. And I think starting a podcast was the worst thing we could have done for ourselves. I think definitely. <laughs> we definitely. really screwed ourselves on that. Screwed the pooch there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Stopping anytime soon, though. This is just a fair reminder to us and to you all that we started this for fun. If we become an influencer by accident... That would be really bad news for us, and we're actually (laughs) super trying not to do that. So in case you're wondering why we're not famous yet, you have your answer. It's because we don't want to. It's not because people don't love us. Right. (laughs) We're like, let's rephrase this. It's because we actually can't make one single viral TikTok because we can't even make one TikTok to begin with. Because we're so embarrassed of our own, like, just just existence. Yeah, existence. I super don't want to be perceived. I don't. And it's one thing for your voice to be perceived – It's another thing for your face to be perceived and your body. Also, I will say, like, I think we're we're being funny, but we're also talking about shit that, like, we actually do care about. Yeah. And that's that's all it is. That's literally all it is. Whenever someone asks us what the podcast is about, it is so difficult for me to tell them what it's about because it's Mm -hmm. just us fucking around. Yeah. And we just don't have an explanation of what it is. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But also it's like everything has to be so polarized. And so like we are literally breaking the ground. We are the most influential. You've never seen something like us before. Absolutely you have. I'm sure there's tons of Everyone and their nanny has a podcast. Yeah. And they're out here just dicking around. And like if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, I so get it. Like I so, so get that. Because I wouldn't listen to a podcast like this. I know that's like rude to say and like probably not what people would expect but like I normally don't listen to these types of podcasts at all but I know that people are really liking it and they're listening to it and yeah 
I love spending time with you. And I just feel like that's literally that's all this is. And hopefully it stays that way. But I don't I don't know. And maybe that's how we need to frame social media. We just need to think net neutral. Mm -hmm. You know, just try not to make things worse than they already are. Literally, if you're a hate commenter, Jesus Christ, what happened to you to become a hate commenter? What happened? And it's so many people, too. Like, it's 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 people you probably would never know. Like, I'm sure a majority of the people you know. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. There's really no, like, there's obviously a theme and it's influencing. But other than that, I don't think we know where we're we're at on this. Oh, absolutely not. And and in my mind, other is than open it to doesn't sit right with us. Oh yeah, if you'd like to influence me to yeah. to quit Instagram or to to join another, I'm I'm right. down. I'm the most malleable person. I promise you that. <laughs> I'm two mimosas in, and I'll listen yeah. to anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we end it on that, or should we? I think we shall be more profound. I think we shall. Well, you guys. That's all we got for you. I don't know if that's necessarily what anyone wants to listen to on their drive to work. (laughs) Kind of put me in a rough spot, but. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Peace and love. Love you guys. Bye. And it's like, who are we saying I love you to? (laughs) Love you, Bessie.